0: This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities, taking a look at cattle for Tuesday, February 21st. Cattle markets last week uh, were firm, especially in the lead, the the front month, February, which just continued just to plow higher. The Febs were up 237. April's not quite as energetic. They were up a dollar. We basically traded sideways, but at the top end of this run and into, you know, at contract highs, the market established that early and just kind of held that way throughout the week. In feeder cattle, uh, not quite as defined of an uptrend there. Uh, we basically just chopped around sideways in a fairly wide ranges for the, the, the week, but markets really unable to get much momentum going in either direction. Feeders have an interesting chart formation. Put in a double top here from a high the 1st the of January and then another high in early February and it looked like the market would fail from there. And we did a little bit, we had the reversal down, we had confirmation of that, and ever since that, the market's been sideways. So it it sure looks to me like you're not gonna get much of a correction in feeder cattle, and that this double top that has been formed is basically gonna be a platform from which the market, once it breaks out above that, that's gonna be now your base and i think that's going to be your measuring point as well so it's going to be a pretty good run i think when that happens Uh, i i see that happening this spring and i'm looking for the markets to be putting in a typical seasonal high in early may now some of that's going to depend on grazing conditions in the southern plains and it's still in a drought situation in the western half of the southern and central plains so that is something to consider but the rest of the country almost entire rest of the country is in a much better moisture condition and there's more rains coming to the south to the midwest even the northern plains are slated to get a pretty good shot of moisture most of it's going to be snow and it's going to be accompanied by very cold conditions but it is bringing more moisture so this is going to set the stage for you know reservoirs being filled creeks running grass growing in the spring just you know all kinds of reasons for the cattle guy to retain heifers and look for calves to put on grass. If it starts raining in the southern, in the western half of the southern and central plains where it's been so dry, then I look for demand really to kick off. That's just going to light a fire under the market. I think without that, the market just grudgingly moves higher into early May. If those rains come, then I think, again, it really lights a fire and creates a strong uptrend into into at least early May. It might stretch even throughout the summer as you just continue to scramble looking for calves, because once those calves are placed on grass, they're not coming off till you run out of grass. So the feed lots are going to struggle to find enough animals throughout the summer. And they're already looking at a tight supply situation headed into that time window. In fact, we're already there so i i just think that um you know that's if the market's in a strong uptrend and you get some acceleration into early may then that's probably a high if it's just a slow steady grind it could easily extend beyond that but that's the time window that we're looking for to see um you know the the market kind of culminate in its typical seasonal rally and that's for feeder cattle for live cattle you know, seasonally the markets tend to kind of stall out around mid-March. I think we'll extend just because supplies are tight and uh, demand is great. You got an uptrend. You're probably going to extend that momentum uh, late in that typical window for the seasonal highs to come in. And uh, domestic demand has proven to be very strong, and export demand has really picked up here. So it's it's a it's a just a, a very bullish situation for live cattle you're, you're you're getting into the tighter numbers uh in the feedlots that are available to the packers the packers have kind of had to step up here to to get get enough numbers around them box beef values have done very well over the last few weeks so it's an impressive coalition of bullish uh factors coming into this market that just continues to be very well supportive. And again, you know, the February market has been just straight up since uh, mid-January. And, you know, that's going to expire here in about a week. So, you know, okay, so you look at the Aprils and the Junes, they haven't had quite the kind of trajectory, but they're definitely in an uptrend. We're hovering at contract highs. Uh, I just think that As long as the cash market holds together, which is little reason to think that it's going to buckle uh, here over this next month at least, um, I think the uh, the futures stay very well supported. In the cash trade last week, we had cash trading almost all week. Had some wrap-up stuff on Monday, but then Tuesday you started out a little bit weaker, but then that recovered fairly quickly. By the end of the week, the average cash Fed price was around 161. That was up two on the week. Dressed at 257 was up three. Box B values continue their upward trajectory up $1.49 on the choice on Friday at 281. Select was up 325 at 266. The spread was down 176 at 1515. Movement was 70 loads. So for the week, we had 506 loads moved, which is the lowest we've seen. Uh, since the first week of January. So we're definitely seeing a drop-off in loads moved. The packers have done a good job of kind of restricting a product available to the retail market, and that obviously has helped support the, the, the box beef values. So on box beef, Choice has been up 10 days in a row for a gain of $16, which is up about 6%. Uh, Select has been up 9 of those 10 days for a gain of $14. They're also up 6%. But as far as loads moved, again, we're pretty light uh, for total volume that has moved out. Um, Slaughter rate on Friday was 121,000 heads, so we backed off from the norm uh, the average is usually around 125. So we're a couple thousand below that on Thursday and another 4,000 below that on Friday. So for the week slaughter was 620,000 head through Friday. That was 4,000 more than the week prior but 3,000 less than a year ago. The uh dress weights uh, holding steady from the previous couple weeks at 827 pounds and that is down 15 pounds from a year ago the feeder cattle index is down 43 cents we're at 182.63 so that market has held together very well not a lot of movement you know it's a it's a moving average a seven-day moving average but it has been pretty steady uh over these last couple months in fact hovering right in the low 180s high 170s so i don't see that really going down very much and again it just gets back to the very tight supplies of cattle, a herd size that's been decreasing for four years. Um, We're in the very beginning stages of retaining heifers. The inventory report really didn't show that, but anecdotal evidence would suggest that. You're seeing fewer heifers coming into the auction barns. Again, the, the, the much better grazing conditions expected throughout most of the country, except ironically over the key cattle country of the southern and 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 central plains but nevertheless uh, everywhere else is going to be looking at a much better condition i think you're just going to see a lot of heifer retention and you're going to see a lot of demand for calves to put on grass so i i think that's why your feeder cattle market is holding together the way it is despite a fairly negative chart formation and you know the longer we are sustained up here at the at basically just off those double tops the more it negates the double top and the more you start to think that this is just going to be a basing pattern before you break out to the upside and I think that's going to happen just around the corner. If you have any questions feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.